Hello, welcome to the podcast. I haven't recorded in a while and that's because like a lot of things happened and I also low-key forgot I had this, but we're here now. And um, quick life update, I just had COVID and um, it was, I woke up on New Year's Day with COVID, like the symptoms. So I guess that's what like sucked most about it because usually like New Year's is a pretty big day for um, in Japanese culture. So I kind of woke up feeling disgusting, like my throat hurt really bad, and I was just so sleepy the whole day, and usually on New Year's Day, it's like kind of a thing to um, like be productive, I guess. Like usually um, we have like osoji, which is like when you like clean your entire house leading up to New Year's. Um, And then, like, the actual day of New Year's, you'll have, like, a giant breakfast with family. Um, I wasn't planning on doing, like, a giant breakfast or anything since I'm alone in San Diego right now. All my roommates are back home with, like, their families, and I stayed here because I have, like, work and stuff. Oh, also work. I quit my job at my last grocery store, and I am now working for a different grocery store. Yeah, so that's, like, also a quick update. But anyways, getting back to New Year's Day, I woke up, killer sore throat, was so tired the entire day, and I couldn't really do anything because I just felt like poop. So, yeah, that day just, like, passed me by, and I kind of just, like, let it pass me by. And I was like, oh, I'm probably just tired because New Year's Eve, let me tell you, it was so busy and um they had me on carts for an hour and it was insane because i was the only person out there (laughs) doing carts and um the way the parking lot is like structured it's kind of slightly uphill going up to the store which like you don't really notice it too much like when you're just going to the store as a customer or whatever but when you are pushing carts you definitely feel it (laughs) And I was so tired after carts. I like I have not broken a sweat doing carts in so long. And I was actually starting to sweat when I was doing carts that day. And then um, even at the register, it was just back to back. There was like n- almost no downtime. And even when I was working on like product and stuff and getting stuff on shelves, getting stuff like where customers can get them, I was constantly being pulled f- like from one direction to another like trying to help people find whatever they need and there's like a bunch of import delays right now for like one reason or another so it was just very busy very hectic and to top it off I woke up feeling absolutely like garbage on New Year's Day and then um I was like oh yeah I'll just like sleep it off so I just let myself take it very very easy I kind of sat in the same spot the whole day and the only time I got up was to like go to the kitchen to make myself a snack or like a meal (laughs) and then um the next day I still woke up feeling like poop and I was like okay this is suspicious (laughs) and um I think I was actually scheduled to work on the second so Um, New Year's Day was, like, when I woke up with symptoms, New Year, um, sorry, January 2nd was when I woke up still with symptoms, and I was supposed to go into work, so I called them, and I was like, hey, 
Um, I have some COVID symptoms. Um, I'm not sure if it's COVID. I do have a test scheduled for the 4th. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna stay home today. So I ended up having to stay home the 2nd, the 3rd, and the 4th. I was scheduled to work all three of those days. And then on the 5th, I was actually supposed to go home. I was supposed to go back to the South Bay and go to a doctor's appointment and eat some New Year's food at my dad's and stuff. Um, I had a COVID COVID test on the 4th. So I knew I would have the results by like the morning of the 5th so I can figure out whether I can actually go home or not. And sure enough, that email came at like 7 a.m., rolled over in my bed, checked my phone, and I was like, the results. And so I opened it up and um, (laughs) it said, result abnormal, you have COVID. And I was like, oh, Not like I didn't expect it, but it was still kind of a shock to actually see it because all my tests so far or like up to that point have been negative. So I've never seen like the result written in red letters. And I was like, wow, that delivers some impact. And um, yeah, so I had to unpack everything I had packed to go home. And I also had to call my work and be like yeah so surprise it was COVID and they're like ah and I was like ah <laughs> and I had to stay home until I think it was like I got my test result on the 5th so I had to like stay home until like the 9th or 10th or something if I was asymptomatic on the 10th or so I could go back to work Surprise, I was not asymptomatic. I was still having like random coughing fits and my throat hurt a little bit, but more than anything, I was just super congested. And you can tell in my voice, it looked like it just sounded like I was pinching my nose. And I didn't lose my sense of taste or smell completely, which I was very afraid of because, like, if I am locked here at my home, alone with nothing but like my phone my laptop and like two books I was all supposed to go to um I was also supposed to go to the library to pick up some books that I wanted to read I couldn't do that because I had COVID (laughs) um but yeah I didn't lose my sense of taste or smell completely but it was like greatly reduced I guess because my nose was just so congested that I was like sniffing a lot like sniffling a lot while eating trying to taste my food (laughs) um yeah so that was just like a very uneventful few days I have never slept so many hours so many days in a row I'm feeling better now but I think two nights ago was kind of like COVID's grand finale for me because Um, I woke up, I ate breakfast, and then I just wanted to go back to sleep. And it was just, like, something that I couldn't really fight. So the other days, I, like, woke up, had breakfast, kind of went about my usual business. Um, just, like, my throat hurt and, like, I was congested and whatever. But I didn't feel, like, so overly fatigued that I couldn't do, like, my homework and, like, schoolwork and stuff. Because we're in winter quarter now. But, um, two days ago... 
I woke up, I ate breakfast, and like half an hour later, I was like, I cannot do this. So I went back to bed, but I couldn't go back to sleep. So it was like my body felt extremely heavy, but my brain was just running in circles. <laughs> Like, I couldn't get my brain to shut off, but my body was very tired, so I was just kind of, like, laying in bed, not really doing anything, just, like, thinking. (laughs) And so I did that for a few hours, and then I woke up, had a very small lunch. I was still determined to, like, eat three meals a day because, like, I wanted my body to have the energy to actually fight this thing off as quickly as possible. So I... Um, ate like a quick small lunch and then I ended up I think like watching Singles Inferno again yeah I finished that (laughs) I recommend it I think it was like a good like pastime watch Um, but anyways I finished that show and I went to sleep I couldn't even shower because I just felt so like gross and icky Um, like mentally um, not physically, <laughs> but um, I went to sleep, I want to say like 9 p.m. I was in bed at like 8.30 or 9, and um, again, my body was very tired, my body was super heavy, but my brain was wide awake, like this man was wired, like absolutely determined to stay awake, so um, UCSD gives us like free headspace, Um, like, the headspace service for, like, meditation and stuff, so I open that up, and, um, there's, like, a nighttime thing where there's, like, 45-minute recordings of people reading you just, like, a bedtime story, but not really a bedtime story. It's kind of, like, stories where nothing really happens, but they, it's, it's, like, relaxing, so it, like, it's supposed to put you to sleep. So I put one of those on, I chose, like, a holiday one, and um, they made you do like a breathing exercise, like a really short one, before they got into the story. And I did that breathing exercise. I felt a little more relaxed, but I was awake until the very end of the 45 minutes. And I was awake for a lot longer after that. I didn't even want to check my phone because I didn't want to see what time it was. So I have no idea what time I actually went to sleep. I do know that at one point in the night I for some reason there was just like this random headache that suddenly like came over me so um not only was my body feeling extremely heavy and not only was my brain running in circles but my head started to hurt like behind my eyes it was like one of the worst kinds of headaches and I was just trying to go to sleep and eventually I did And I woke up at like 10, or like even later than 10, like probably 10.30 or something, I don't know. So I was in bed physically for like 14 hours. How many of those hours I was was like actually asleep, I have no idea. But I woke up feeling extremely confused out of it. Um, My body felt weird because like I was just lying still for so long. But um, I felt like I was doing a lot better relatively, like, compared to the other days. Obviously, I was, like, still super cautious because um, I don't know if this is, like, a thing in other cultures and whatever, but in, like, Japan, it's, like, that stage 
when you're recovering out of a cold or like starting to get better from a cold is like considered a super crucial stage because if you don't take care of yourself well during that time you'll just dip right back into um like illness (laughs) so I was just like very cautious I woke up and I was like I need to take a shower so I took a shower and um, I ate breakfast and I felt hungry like my appetite was back so I was like okay let's eat let's eat so I was just kind of um again sitting in the same place the whole day but eating a bit more (laughs) than the past few days and I was like you know what this 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 is good this is good I think I think I'm getting better (laughs) and um so I went back to sleep um later that night and then um I woke up this morning so today I woke up and I felt okay like I felt like I was um in better health and um before I think like the second day of symptoms when I didn't know I had COVID um I went for a walk and like not even 10 minutes out I had the fattest headache come over me so I had to go home (laughs) and I was like yeah I think I'm sick I'm definitely sick um but today I was able to go for a walk I walked around for like I don't know like 40 minutes ish I don't know, just like around the peanut block next door. And I felt good. Like, I felt refreshed. It was nice um, seeing, like, trees and stuff. I was, like, double masking, even though there was, like, no one around. Because I was like, I'm not risking it. I don't know if, like, this COVID is still in my system. But I need to, like, see something other than these white walls in my apartment. Like, I literally feel like that girl in um, the yellow wallpaper. (laughs) But yeah, I went for a walk and I felt fine and I had to do like a negotiation um, assignment for one of my classes. So for my negotiations class, every week they give us a scenario and they give us roles and they partner us randomly with someone else who's given like the um, role opposite ours, I guess, in the scenario. So today I had to play the role of like a vice president looking for a um, consultant for to help manage like our company because we were getting some bad PR. So um, my task given to me by the CEO was to find a consultant to help manage this crisis. And um, the person I was partnered up with was said consultant. And we basically had to negotiate what price um, my company was willing to pay them for their services and they like tell each of us like a limited amount of information so I have no idea how much they know and they have no idea how much like I know um the only thing we have is like our like quote-unquote reservation prices which is like um how do you explain this just like a price that we don't want the other to know like so in my case um, I don't want them to know the highest I'm willing to pay. I want them to know, like, the lowest or, like, lower than the highest because I'm trying to save money here. And from their perspective, their reservation price is the lowest they're willing to accept from me for their services. And um, their goal is to try to get the agreement price as high up above their reservation price as possible my goal is to get it as far below my reservation price as possible 
And yeah, I don't know why I went off on that tangent, but um, yeah, I did that today. And the person I was partnered with, he had COVID. Um, I guess he and his fiance and his kid like went to SeaWorld or something the other day. And um, yeah, they caught COVID. And I was like, well, public spaces like SeaWorld. Um, first of all, like I don't like SeaWorld. But anyways, you do you. Um, and yeah, so he had COVID and we were supposed to meet at 12, but he woke up at like 12.10 when I texted him. I was like, um, I've been in the Zoom for like 10 minutes. Uh, are you okay? And he was like, oh shit, I just woke up. And I was like, oh yeah, no, take your time. Like we can reschedule to like, um, what time like works for you. And we ended up rescheduling to 1 p.m. and we had that whole negotiation, um, the outcome his reservation price i don't know if like anyone cares but his reservation price or the lowest he was um willing to accept from me for his services was two hundred and ten thousand dollars and um in my case i had um another consultant for like my scenario who Gave me a take it or leave it price of $427,000. So anywhere below $427,000 works in my favor. Anywhere above $210,000 works in his favor. I started the negotiation. I was like, hey, um, I value your service. I know we're in kind of a tough spot right now, blah, blah, blah. And we had to like basically role play almost. And we do this every week. Um, this is our second week, but I'm starting to get the hang of it a little bit more, and it's kind of fun. But I started the um, negotiation with $200,000. I gave the first price, or I made the first offer. And we worked from there. His first offer was $500,000. And I was like, <laughs> funny. But we agreed at... $365,000 which is like I feel like I could have done better but that's okay it's imaginary it's fine um yeah so that was like my last week or so also <laughs> one thing that I did not anticipate like if I were ever gonna catch COVID which like I did but pre-COVID I did not anticipate being completely alone <laughs> when I would test positive. So once I tested positive, I can't go to a grocery store and delivery costs a lot of money. So I literally had to open up my notes app and go freezer, fridge, pantry, miscellaneous, and make a list of everything I had like food wise. And my one of my roommates was like, oh yeah, if you need something from my food, whatever in like the pantry or fridge feel free to take it don't even ask just take it so I've been using her oatmeal and um oat um what was it oatmeal or like I guess oats just regular oats and oat milk so thanks lip I'm using it I will buy you a new one and yeah so I've been slowly working through my food supply like my list keeps getting shorter and shorter I finished a bag of like frozen falafels. Those are so good from Trader Joe's. I just put them in the air fryer and I eat them with like hummus or avocado and stuff. It is so good. 
Um, I finished all my frozen meals from Trader Joe's. Um, what else did I go through? Oh yeah, I'm like almost out of tortillas. I ran out of bread a few days ago. I ran out of bagels like way early on. Um, I ran out of my own oat milk and my own oatmeal. That's why I'm using lips. Um, I ran out of bananas like <laughs> five or six days ago and it's been so tough. I don't have like a single fruit anymore because I finished my last avocado today. <laughs> Thank goodness. Um, tomorrow is like my fifth day after my last um, COVID test. So if I'm asymptomatic tomorrow, I'm technically cleared to go back to work on the 6th, which like makes no sense. But um, CDC said whatever. So I was like, you know what? It's fine. I'll just keep my mask on like duct tape that shit to my face so no one else gets it and I don't get it again and um at least I'll be able to like buy food that's a good thing about working at a grocery store (laughs) is I never have to plan my grocery trips because I'm always there like if I forget to buy something it's not a big deal I'm just like oh well I have to clock in tomorrow anyway um so yeah I'm kind of looking forward to going back to work I don't know how it's going to be though, like, I've been getting messages pretty much every day from work telling me that another crew member or two or three or four more people were infected, so that's going to be very interesting. I don't want to have to work. Specific sections of the store are very tough to work alone (laughs) when it's busy, so I hope they don't make me do that, but um, if they do so be it. I will do it gladly. And yeah, I'm really excited to get some groceries. I want to buy bananas. I want to buy some apples and oranges. Um, I think I'm like out of vegetables too. I finished like my last of the green onions that I had. Like that was the only vegetable I had when um, I found out I was COVID positive. So I couldn't go. I was planning on shopping. That was the thing. I was planning on making um, a grocery trip, like, actually to other grocery stores and stuff when I got back from Torrance, which I never got to do, obviously, so I was kind of left with, like, a very mediocre selection of foods and produce. (laughs) So, yeah, tomorrow I will not have any produce because I'm out of avocados out of bananas, out of green onion, out of the last of my frozen fruit. I ran out of frozen fruit like a few days ago too, which um, I used to put in my oatmeal. Now I've just been putting jam, like fruit spread, into my oatmeal because I still want like fruit and it like kind of counts. So that's what I've been doing. Um, Yeah, that's been like, it's been such a weird like fever dream type of um like we're almost two weeks into January and I have not set foot outside this apartment except for the first walk that gave me a headache and the second walk that I actually enjoyed so um honestly it hasn't been super bad but I'm kind of missing like the variety in my life um I get very bored when I wake up and I go sit at the same table and I kind of do the same thing every day. And also, I've been kind of eating the same foods every day because that's all I have left. Yeah, it's going to be amazing once I get out.
I talk like it's like prison or something. It's not. Like, it's very comfortable. <laughs> and um, my roommates even offered to like pitch in on the electricity bill. Um, I have been using the heater like crazy because it's freezing over here. And yeah, I've just been using the um, heater, the air purifier, just... I think the fact that I am home 24-7 has um kind of bumped up the electricity bill so much i like offered to pay like the majority of it but they were still like willing to pay um more than what like i don't know what i would have asked them to i was like willing to pay the whole thing and they're like oh no no it's okay we'll cover some of it so very happy that they are my roommates very grateful for them and yeah happy 2022 everybody I didn't really have any resolutions this year. Um, yeah, let's talk about resolutions, which I don't have. I don't know why I said that. But 2022, I want to practice my Japanese more consistently. What I've been doing now that I kind of don't have like anything else to do <laughs> and something that I hope to continue doing, like even once I go back to work and go back to being full-time student, part-time worker, or whatever. Um, I've been reading a Japanese book. It's like a novel that I picked up at Mitsuwa, I think last year sometime, and I started it and I never fully got into it, but I'm starting to get more into it now that I'm like reading it again. But um, something that my dad had me and my sister do growing up to help us practice like reading and writing was literally just to read a book and copy down verbatim everything in that book onto like um, a notebook or a piece of paper or something and this just like really helps especially with like kanji and stuff that I don't really get to practice that often I guess in like everyday life not that I really get to practice much Japanese at all in everyday life because not a whole lot of people speak Japanese around here much less um friends I don't think I have any friends that I talk to on a regular basis that like speaks Japanese. I do have a coworker he taught himself Japanese, which is super cool. And I also have another coworker who is Japanese. So um us three we usually talk in Japanese, which is nice. I get to like have some conversation and I don't know, I guess like reinforce that speech aspect of it in my brain. Um another resolution, another language one is to practice Korean more consistently because I have not practiced Korean in like months but I think watching Singles Inferno like got me interested in learning Korean again because I was like oh my gosh like I can understand what they're saying so um I can understand like probably 20% of conversation <laughs> right now which isn't a whole lot but better than where I started which was zero so um I guess be more consistent with studying Korean I don't have any goals. I don't want to set any goals for myself. I just want to set habits and like systems and um, I guess just like the quote unquote resolutions in place. So it's kind of like a continuing practice rather than like something with an end goal. So yeah, practice Japanese, practice Korean. Um, I would like to um, exercise more consistently. Um, I feel like I just don't do well with intense exercise. 
So I guess just going on more walks, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, probably just like going on more walks, maybe go on a jog sometimes if I'm feeling um, particularly energetic. But since work is already pretty physically draining, I guess that's why intense exercise doesn't do it for me a whole lot. Um, yeah, so I guess just like light exercise um, more consistently. I want to say every day, but probably won't be every day. So maybe like every other day, like three, four times a week or something. Um, what else do I want to do? I don't think there's anything else, like, on a regular... Oh, water the plants. I suck at watering the plants. <laughs> I could tell Lip was actually so worried with leaving me with the plants because I just forget, even though they're right there and I see them every morning, I just forget to water them, so I write it down my planner so I don't forget, and I text Lip every time I water them so she can be proud of me. <laughs> um, Water the plants. What else... Oh, journal. I have been more consistent with journaling. Which is, like, not to say a super, like, emotional, like, outpour of just emotional baggage and, like, trauma and everything. But just, like, journaling everyday things. My emotions on a day-to-day basis. Like, not so much unpacking trauma or, like, bad experiences or memories or whatever. But just talking about my day and how I felt about it and, like, why I think I felt that way. Or, like, if I had a particularly um, prominent reaction to a certain situation or, um, yeah, just, like, a particularly strong response to something someone did or said to me or something that happens to me. Then I'll just like write about it in my journal and be like, so yeah, this person said this to me and I felt like this and I don't know why. So I'm going to try to figure out why starting now and then I'll just like write about it. I try to aim for um, a page of journaling every week and I also try to aim for a page of the Japanese like copy, like literally copy paste, copy paste writing <laughs> um, one page a week. And for Korean, I try to do, like, one lesson or something, whatever I can find online. Like, once a week. And, yeah, journaling, language study, watering the plants, exercising. I think that's, like, it. That's, like, a good number of resolutions to keep myself accountable for. Um, yeah, I don't know. What are your resolutions? If any of my friends are listening, please text me your resolutions. I like to hear about people's resolutions because then I'm like, oh my god, I should work on that too. Like, I didn't even think that could be a resolution for me. And you totally brought that to my attention. Um, yeah, I guess. Ooh, I have no idea what I covered in my last podcast. It was so long ago. (laughs) But to update on, like, my classes this quarter... I'm taking three classes, 12 units total. They're all remote. UCSC is actually doing the first two weeks remote, but I have a feeling they're going to extend it, but I'm not sure because um, the new variant has been very, very widespread, pervasive, you might say. (laughs) Pervasive? Prevalent? Pervasive? Uh, I don't know. But the new variant's been literally everywhere. 
and I don't know if it would be in the universities or maybe if it would be um in the students best interests to come back to in-person teaching it might be in the university's best interest for students to come back because like housing and whatever but I don't know like money it all comes down to money even in education um what was I talking about my classes yeah so three classes 12 units all remote um even beyond the first two weeks of like the UCSD remote thing because I just specifically chose remote classes because um, as a fourth year I live off campus and I don't like driving to class because finding parking is so much more work than it is worth so I just found that out like on my first day of fall quarter I was like I am not doing this again and um yeah I knew I was gonna be taking the bus to commute and I don't like taking the bus when it's raining and it tends to do a lot of that during winter quarter So if at all possible, I wanted to have as many classes as possible be remote so I don't have to take the bus to campus in the rain because it is just so gross. It's disgusting. And to my pleasant surprise, I guess, um, all my classes are remote. So um, the first class that I'm taking is management Two of my classes are in management. One of them is in poli-sci for my Japanese studies major. Um, the management classes are for my business psych major. Um, I'm taking a supply chain class. The professor seems like a really good balance of just like chill and let's get this done. So I really like that about the professor. Also, um, I've never really understood how a supply chain works. Like it just seems like such a massive project. And to think that it's kind of, like, international is just, like, the scale of it, the scope of it is just so extremely large for my brain to comprehend. But um, I'm going to have to learn it, so that'll be fun. Um, The second class in the management classes I'm taking um, is a negotiations class, which I, like, kind of explained earlier. But um, it's, like, week by week they assign us randomly to partners or groups and they give us a scenario they give each of us a role and we basically have to act it out and um we watch other people's videos and kind of take notes on techniques that they used or like what they could have done better and the professor um teaches us like concepts that are applicable to each situation that we kind of role played and yeah it's like i think the most interactive class I've ever had at UCSD, like, besides, like, the foreign language classes, because obviously, like, it's a foreign language class, you have to, like, talk, but yeah, it's very interactive, very hands-on, and I think I'm gonna learn a lot, I'm definitely gonna try to learn something from this class, because it can benefit me so much in the future, like, what if I'm trying to negotiate, like, a lease, or, like, rent prices for an apartment, Um, I already had to negotiate for, like, my car, um, a bunch of the furniture, or I guess just, like, my table that I got an offer up, I negotiated, and I was, like, I never really thought about all the things that can be negotiated. Like, my partner that I talked with today, 
he was able to negotiate um the registration fee for one of his like RVs or something at the DMV I was like I thought that was a fixed price I didn't even know it was possible to negotiate it and he was like yeah it's always worth an ask and I was like thank you for the lesson I will definitely keep that in mind um oh third class poli sci um I'm taking poli sci I think it's 133b 113b I forgot but it's Chinese and Japanese political thought, so surprise, surprise, we are talking about Confucius again for like the thousandth time since I've been enrolled in UCSC. But it's fine because Confucius is pretty cool. And I think she's like assigning us different um, philosophers from china like ancient china and we have to basically debate from their perspectives which kind of felt like a high school project almost but it was like kind of fun and cute so i was like okay whatever so um i was assigned the legalist point of view and so going forth like in the discussion posts i have to like speak as if i'm like a legalist or like a representative of like the legalist school so I think that'll be pretty fun. And yeah, those are my three classes. Um, it's kind of bizarre because it's like my last winter quarter. And winter quarter is notorious for being the hardest quarter of fall, winter, spring in the quarter system. So I'm still sort of bracing myself. But for the most part, I'm in week two now. <laughs> but it has been such a like fluffy like experience because a I have not had to work I forgot how easy it was to do school when you don't have work like I have the entire day to dedicate to schoolwork to homework to lectures whatever I want like I forgot like what 24 hours feels like in a day because I've been so used to just like giving up eight of those 24 hours for work so it just felt like I had um sixteen hour days, um yeah sixteen hour days. And like seven, six, seven, sometimes five of them are like dedicated to sleep. So, you know, like ten hour days basically was what I was used to. And now all of a sudden I have, like, a full twenty four hours to do whatever I want. Um, AKA school, and yeah kind of crazy but I start working again soon so I'm just gonna try to enjoy this kind of leisurely almost academic experience while I can and yeah it's gonna be my last winter quarter and then when spring break comes my sister and I are gonna go to New York City and then spring quarter is gonna be my very last quarter as an undergraduate student and I am so excited to graduate already. I feel like senioritis in college hits you when you're like a sophomore. I feel like I feel like as soon as you're done with the first year, you're just over it. At least that's how it was in my case. Because first year I wasn't really working. I don't think I had a job all of first year. So yeah, it was really just school, friends, vibes making memories broke but still making memories and then um second third second year 
first of all, I had two jobs and I almost like completely lost my shit that year. I was like losing hair. Like it was bad. <laughs> and then mid second year was when we got kicked off of campus because of COVID. The entirety of third year I spent at home and I was like working. And fourth year now I am back in San Diego currently studying remote also working so it just went by really really fast is what I'm trying to say I guess I forgot how I started this sentence um but yeah spring quarter is gonna be done and then I am free I don't really know what's coming after graduation which is like a whole other worry but I'm trying not to think about it although I definitely do things to make myself more anxious. <laughs> I think recently my like obsession has just been going on apartments.com and like Zillow and looking at apartment rental prices and then just being absolutely like, they just kick my butt. All the prices like I know um how do I phrase this? Just like every time I see a price for like an apartment that I'm like oh that might be worth looking into the price just like punches me in the face knocks me out cold because there's no way I can afford that <laughs> so um I think my biggest worry right now is finding housing after I graduate because my lease at this apartment in San Diego ends in June and I kind of don't want to stay in San Diego like if I don't have to I feel like San Diego is like a pretty cool place to be um, I am on, like, La Jolla, though, so it's, like, the Palace Verdes of, um, San Diego, I guess? I don't know. But I'm not, like, super fond of it, so I was planning on just moving back to Torrance, back to the South Bay, mostly because my dog is there. <laughs> and he's getting older, so I want to spend a lot of time with him and take him on lots of walks and whatever, so, yeah, I would like to move back to the South Bay, maybe, like, Long Beach. I was also thinking, like, Irvine or something, but Irvine's kind of far if I want to walk my dog a lot, so maybe Long Beach, maybe further up the coast, like, Manhattan Beach. I don't know. But um, another concern is, like, if the rent is way too expensive for me, then the best option would be to find a roommate which is just like such a hassle <laughs> because I don't really want to room with friends I guess because well let me just say in my past roommate experiences they have been amazing but I know roommate experiences can be awful if you decide to room with friends and um, like my first and second year I was roomed with Priscilla and she was amazing and she was like she's quite extroverted so she was really good at getting me to do things that I usually wouldn't or like kind of nudging me out of my comfort zone and um I don't know like encouraging me to like be more confident and taking more like like safe risks I guess like being more social and just doing more things and kind of enjoying life or whatever and this year like third year I didn't have a roommate obviously besides um my sister actually not even my sister like my sister was moved out for a little bit before she came back so my roommate was my dog 
Um, yeah, so as a fourth year now, um, I'm roomed with Lib and two other girls. They're in the other room, but they're all amazing. And Lib has been probably just like the most 12, 13, 14, 15 out of 10 roommate that I could ask for. Like, especially living off campus and stuff, um, we barely see each other because <laughs> we're, like, always doing our own things. But, like, we have conversations later before we go to sleep or something, just, like, during random times in the day. And she's just, like, a very cool person to talk to. She also makes me tea. It's so funny because since I work at a grocery store, I'll just bring her ingredients and she will make something <laughs> for the both of us. So that's kind of been, like, our roommate dynamic. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's just, I am, like, after the roommate experiences I have had, I just know, or, like, I'm just afraid that the next roommate experience is just not gonna hit the same, or won't be as, like, I guess, amazing as the past two roommate experiences have been, so, yeah, that's kind of where my conflict lies going forward, like, looking for apartments and like living situations after graduation I don't know what are you doing after graduation like are you planning on or like first of all are you graduating this year or are you gonna be taking um a fifth year in college like did you drop out are you gonna do a gap year if you're gonna do a gap year where you're gonna live I don't know why I think so far ahead like it's not even that far ahead now (laughs) but I have been thinking about this since I was like a second or third year like I would just be on apartments.com or Zillow and going like okay after I graduate I'm gonna live here yeah very ambitious of me I wish I could go back and tell them like turn that off do your homework (laughs) but yeah oh my god I've been talking for 46 minutes what time is it Okay, it's 11.36. I'm trying to get back to, like, a better sleeping schedule since I'll be going back to working and schooling at the same time. So, I'm gonna call it a night. Um, It was fun talking again. I'll probably record another one soon. I don't even know what I covered today. So, um, thank you if you stuck all the way through. I will be back to talk some more when I feel like it. I hope you had an amazing new year. If you have resolutions, I hope you have the grit to stay on track with them. And I hope good things come your way this year because it has been a hot mess the past couple of years, especially the past couple of months. (laughs) So nothing but health, happiness, good vibes for everybody. Have a good night and I will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.